sharing our faith and passion for the Lord Jesus Christ with others is a desire of Zion Christian Fellowship. Our prayer is that this message will have a lasting impact on your life and draw you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. This message is not copyrighted. You are free to make copies for friends and neighbors. We only ask that you copy it in its entirety without alterations or changes. Now unto the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Good morning. Greetings in Jesus' name. Welcome each one to the service this morning. Hopefully we can be encouraged to serve our risen King. Before we get started, why don't we have a word of prayer? Dear Lord, we come to you this morning. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father, for this time that we can gather together and worship worship your name, worship you. Thank you for all the great things you have done for us. Thank you for the gift of salvation that sets our souls free. Pray, Lord, that you would help that help us never to forget how great a gift that is. And pray, Lord, that you would help us to be encouraged and not discouraged, Lord, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Lord, I pray that you would help each one of us to draw from that well that never runs dry, drink from that water that satisfies, and eat of that bread that will never hunger again, Lord. Pray that you would help us to to uh, find our satisfaction in you. Be with this mo- with this morning in Jesus' name, Amen. <clears throat> Well, I don't feel like I have anything new to say this morning, but I hope it can be an encouraging word. We live in a time when there, it can be discouraging sometimes, and the devil is out to steal, kill, and destroy, and he wants to take away our courage, because once he does that, he has taken away our strength to fight, he has taken away our discernment, he has taken away our ability to... Be encouraged. Well, once he takes away our once he takes away our encouragement, or if we become discouraged. So I just have a few thoughts this morning on the importance of being encouraged, the importance of, or how important that really is. I don't know if we can make it when we're discouraged. We've got to be encouraged. And a few examples I'd like to look at. Why don't we turn for one verse I'd like to read in 1 Samuel 29. A very familiar passage here. In 1 Samuel 29. Actually, it's 1 Samuel 30. In 1 Samuel 30, verse 4. Here David says, Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. Kind of for a little example, what happened here, David and his men went to fight. They won the battle. They came home. 
and they were faced with a greater battle than they had just won. All their women, their children, everything was raided and taken home captive, or taken captive. Nothing was there. All of a sudden, they were faced with a bigger battle than they had just won. How many times in our life is that so true? That we are faced, just after what we think we won, a greater battle right ahead of us. Our life is a battle. We fight to pay our bills, you could say. We fight to keep our Christian life alive. We fight against the enemy of discouragement. We fight against the enemy that wants to drown out our testimony. We fight against the fear of man. We fight against... Um, the things of life that want to get in between our marriages, our relationships between moms and children and dads and children. We fight against things that want to get in between our relationships with brothers and sisters at church. And here David came home and everyone pretty much turned against him. How often do we feel that everyone is against us? Sometimes the people leave us. We can't look to people for our, you could say, help, at least in this illustration. David was leading his group of men, and he came to the very brink of discouragement, I believe, the very brink of just giving up. He was the one that led these people into the battle. They won, they came home, and it looked like all was lost. What was the use of winning that battle, coming home, and everything was Taken. When everyone else left him, nobody was there. All his friends left him. All his men, the men that were standing behind him, the men that were cheering him on, left him. They were wanting to kill him. David found the secret that I believe each one of us has to find to make it in the Christian life. In verse 6, he says, Or it says, the Bible says, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him. Because the soul soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons, for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes we may feel like our back is against the wall. When we just get a blow from one side, all of a sudden there's another one that hits us in the face. This is how David felt right here. But he found himself, he he found himself encouraging himself in the Lord, which we need to do. We need to realize that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And that's kind of an interesting thought that we, our bodies, are the house of someone else, not just us. There's someone else living in here. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. There is someone else residing in here, and we need to be able to find and communicate with that person. That person promised he will never leave us nor forsake us. The only way that we will begin to create distance from that person is when we move. God will sometimes shake the very foundations of the world. God will sometimes... Press. The, I don't know what all the Bible verses explain or how it all explains, but he will shake the heavens. He will shake this world, but there's one thing that will never move. That is God and his word. 
He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when we begin to feel a distance from God, who do you think moved? Me or God? God promised that he will always make a way of an escape for every temptation. And there is no temptation that is greater than we, we can bear. it. So the greater the mountain that we face, the more strength there is. The greater the obstacle, the bigger the obstacle we face, the bigger, the more strength that there is available. There is no obstacle that is bigger than his strength than he is able to uh, give to us. God's strength is always big enough to overcome the discouragement that may come to us. The harder the day, the more strength available. But it's us that has to tap into that and allow it to allow us to be encouraged. I think that's what David found. He, he was faced with a massive mountain. And he found the answer. He encouraged himself. He realized that greater is he that is on our side than he that is in the world. Don't wait on people to help you. People will turn on us, but God will never leave us nor forsake us. They turned on David, but he knew where to turn to. Be strong in the Lord, for he is our strength. Let's turn to Psalms 1 for a few verses. Well, I think we'll read the whole chapter, six verses. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. This man shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly, they are not so, are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Did you ever wonder, if you could live life over, what would I do different? Now, some of you haven't lived very long. But you could even think, if I'd have the last five years to do over, what would I do different? Are there anything, is there anything I would do different? Would I be more positive? Would I try to be more encouraging? Would I, would I try to find more of my satisfaction in the Word of God? What is it? What would we do differently? Would I give more praise? I think one thing that I would think for myself is... Try to find more encouragement in the Word of God. We know that the Bible is the very Word of God. And what encouragement actually does. Webster's definition of encouragement means to be in the state of encouraged. Encouragement means to inspire with courage, spirit of hope, and to spur on. William Arthur made a quote. Flatter me, and I may not believe you. Criticize me. I may not like you, ignore me, I may not forgive you, encourage me, I may never forget you. 
There is tremendous power in giving and receiving encouragement. The reality of encouragement is we all need sources of encouragement from each other, but mostly and mostly important from the word of God and from God. There's not a single person living who does not need encouragement. We need to encourage each other in this way, in this battle that we're in. We can't live without encouragement. Discouragement leads to despair. If somebody lives in a discouraged state long enough, do you know what happens? You become, you begin to despair. If you live in despairing long enough, that will lead to disillusionment. Disillusionment, when you become disillusioned. And that leads to death. And if you think of me, uh, if you think with me in the, in the story of Christian and Pilgrim, they became discouraged. Well, they thought that they, this path would be easier right beside the, this path, uh, the, the tried and true path, the straight and narrow path. And eventually it led into the castle, the dungeon of despair. And in the dungeon of despair, there was the people who were overtaken with despair. They were disillusioned. I don't know if you remember, there was scientists in there that didn't even believe there was a God anymore, and on and on it went. And I believe Christian and faithful, I think, were with him, or maybe it was hopeful. I forget, the other, I think it was hopeful. They were almost overtaken by despair. But they found and remembered the key. Do you remember that? They remembered the key. And do you know what happened? Their whole outlook changed. They became encouraged. And that key turned into a light and drove the darkness away. And that is the only way they got out of that dungeon of despair. That is how David was able to bring his men along as he found the key of encouragement. The key of faith. Of believing the word of God. That what God said he will do. Things change. People change. Ideas change. But God never does. That puts a big responsibility to me. That means I am the one that needs to change. God doesn't. We can't fit God into our narrative of life. I'm the one that needs to change into God's narrative of life. And God's standard of life. And the encouragement and the satisfaction and the stability that will come, you will then be able to give and encourage other people. Just like Christian did. I forget which one it was. I think Hopeful all of a sudden thought, don't you remember that key that we were given? And he encouraged Christian to get it out of his pocket and clean the dust off of it or rust off of it. God's promises are clear that he will walk through Every valley of shadow of death with us. And we will not be overcome if we keep our courage. Just remember, if we lose our courage, we become discouraged. Do you know what that leads to? It leads to despair, which leads to being disillusioned, and which leads to being lost. How is my courage doing? Am I being encouraged in the word of God? Am I allowing it to encourage me? Am I looking to other people for my encouragement? That We need each other. I don't want to take that away or make light of that in any way. We need each other. 
But we need to be encouraged. We need to find, we need to be able to encourage ourselves in the Lord, just like David did. But he didn't let that lift himself up in pride because he realized where the power was coming from. It was nothing that he did of his own. It was simply the place that he found himself in. It was the place that he went to. It was the fountain that he drank from. That's the only way we can do it. But an important thing is that we as Christians need to be able to find that ourselves. We need to... Once mom and dad have left, once brother and sister are not there anymore, once my, the people I look up to are not there, we need to be able to find that encouragement ourselves. That may sound individualistic, I don't know, but I hope you get my point. We need to be able to fill ourselves and find the encouragement that David did, not that we can be lifted up in pride, but that we see ourselves for who we are. And we see where that power comes to because if we look to other people and other things and circumstances, if my life is going good for encouragement, we will be left down and we will fall into despair. And then when we are in despair, the devil seems to have full aim and can because then we start looking to these things for our encouragement and there's no end in sight what that all may be. We become disillusioned. We lose our way. Remember, another point of when Christian was on, I think he was in that battle with, uh, I forget, anyhow, I forget the, yeah, Pollyon. He was laying flat on his back. His back was against the wall. He thought all was done. Everything was done. He thought it was over. It seemed like Apollyon was coming in for his last and final blow. And he cried out for help. And one of the shining ones led his hand to a spear or whatever. And he was able to deliver a backsetting blow to Apollyon. That resembles us sometimes. So many times we wait until we feel like all is gone. And then we cry out and find our source of help. Let's learn... And as I look back in my life, I want to be able to learn to find that help and encouragement before I'm so, you could say, discouraged or just lukewarm or just out of touch. When God seems distant, who has moved, me or God? It's because I'm not finding that encouragement. God comes through every time when we do that. I believe so. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded thee? This is a commandment. Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. It is God who brings our ultimate encouragement. That is the encouragement and the courage we need. God has promised to restore his people. God is faithful to his word. God will bring all his promises to pass, to completion. When God does his work in his time, sometimes this is when we get frustrated. When God does his work in his time, we get frustrated. And we get flustered. 
God will bring healing and restoration to his people and to you and me. God has created each one of us for a purpose. Every one of us has a calling on your life and my life. Nobody is here by accident. Nobody is here without a purpose. God has a purpose for each one of us. Psalms 139, 13 through 16 says, For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My sustenance was not hid from thee. When I was made in secret and curiously wrought at the lower, lower, lowest parts of the earth, thine eyes did see my sustenance. Yet being unperfect, in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Basically, he's saying God has a plan for each one of us. God wants to bring hope to our life. God wants to bring security to our future. There is a condition, though. And that is, God cannot make us follow his plan. God cannot make us encouraged. He cannot make us do the right thing. You know how he does it? He influences us. Influences us. <laughs> it's kind of a tongue twister. Through the word of God, by other people, he sets influences in our path to encourage us, to make us what he wants to be, to fulfill that plan. But you know what's scary? There is also someone else that is trying to influence us that cannot make us do wrong. He cannot force us to do wrong. He simply influences us. That was kind of a, kind of a sobering thought to me when I thought of that. We have a choice. The way God leads us is through his word and through the influence of the Bible. And the influences that come over our path. And the way we become discouraged and lose our way is the same way. By the influences that draw our attention away from God. Sometimes we may feel like a prisoner. You know, God is far away. But God wants way more than that for our life. He wants us to be set free like a bird set out of a cage. And he has the power to set us free. It is all in the secret that David found. Meditating on the word of God day and night. We should be like that tree that we all want to be. Planted by the rivers of living water. God has a map for us to follow. And it involves his personal letter to us. He has a purpose for our life. He has a purpose for you. He has a blessing waiting for you. 
God never leaves us nor forsakes us. God has never left us, and he will not ever leave us. He will never leave us down. He will be faithful to the end. God is always there no matter how far we wander and how distant we become. We just need to come back to him. The encouragement I have for us as Christians this week and going forth is let's begin to see the value and the importance of being encouraged. And the, the uh, danger, you could say, of being discouraged. How that, where that can lead to. And the same encouragement that David found when he was at the brink of, I would guess, giving up. It seemed like all was lost. The same encouragement that he found. And the victory that was won. They got their families back we can find if we just allow ourselves to. So let's be encouraged. I hope that can be an encouragement to you this week. And uh, God is on our side. God is there. God has never moved and won't move. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His word will avail much fruit if we find our encouragement in him so let's keep pressing on the upward way because life is a short time to prepare for a very long time and let's be encouraged because the devil is the master of discouragement he is the master of despair and he just wants to keep us in a state of discouragement So let's be encouraged. God is on our side. God is alive. And uh, we can be close to him. So let's be encouraged this week. Hopefully that can be an encouraging word. And pray for each other this week. May God bless you. Good morning to y'all. <clears throat> Hopefully you're all encouraged. I was just thinking um, that was, I was really blessed with that and challenged. And uh, hopefully we didn't become even more discouraged realizing how little we're drawing from the encouragement that is available for us. Um, but let's take heart. I, I appreciate the challenge that, uh, you know, it's just, it came to me. It's like, so in the morning when I have, I have time uh, to read the Word of God, I have time to pray. How do I approach it? Do I come there knowing that I need life to survive this day? Or do I come there because this is just what I do? It's, you know, it's kind of the thing we do. We read, we, you know, we pray, and we go our way. Or do I, <clears throat> do I feel that this is my lifeline? I need to get life. Um, like David there before his own armed man, ready to stone him, he was desperate. This was not a casual devotions time. He needed life. I don't, it doesn't say how he encouraged himself in the Lord, but um, I agree with what Randall said. Is the, 
God's word is full of encouragement. So, very good. I hope you were encouraged, or at least encouraged to be encouraged, if that makes sense. Encouraged to obtain encouragement in the future. And the good thing, uh, I appreciate the challenge that we need to personally each get our encouragement. Um, Thankfully, we're not on our own, and that's why we're here together. I don't think you'll leave here discouraged. I hope not. Um, At least I usually find a day like this, I I have a new vision. I have new, uh, new life going into the day. Monday morning's a lot fresher than Thursday morning or whatever. <clears throat> so um, he Randall finished uh, this is kind of my words I guess God has a purpose and he given us a map to get there <clears throat> so I really appreciate that um, you know sometimes we're like uh, it depends where you're at in life you may wonder what is my purpose what's my next step what's my future what lies ahead of me um, so let's take encouragement. God has a purpose, but he has given us a map to find how to get there. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Uh, children's lesson. Looks like Jonathan's ready. Yep. Okay. Uh, are we going to need the top, back, front three? We might want to empty out the front three. We'll see. Give the children room. They're usually packed like sardines. Maybe they can loosen up a little. Okay, children. Um, children as young as you want to send forward up to usually 12 is what we do. Come up to the front, and uh, brother has a lesson for him. <laughs>